Volume 46, we're doing a mini-sode where we take the songs you've asked us or if they are the Yacht Rock or Nyat, and we're going to tell you if they are or not. My name is J.D. Riznar. Hollywood Steve. Dave. Hunter. Oh. All right, sweet. All right, all right, all right. All right. This song is written in by Tanner Acebo at Tanneray's, St. George and the Dragon by Toto. Uh, Off Hydra has both smooth and prog elements. Enough to land it on the boat? Um... So we're starting the show out right tonight. Uh, yeah. So in mid-September... Yeah, we are. In mid-September of 79, Sugar Hill Gang released Rapper's Delight, <laughs> and it would change the world. Two weeks later, Toto, an unlikely band of <laughs> man-boy rockers, cocky off their debut hit album, start their next album with the titular track Hydra, and then follow it up with this song, starting with the line, Can you tell me where I might find the Hydra? <laughs> I wrote it, that about that, too. <laughs> it failed to change the world. Um, oh, it's probably the greatest lyrical opener of all time. Uh, huh? yeah. Unless you use your hindsight and realize that this song both kicked off and killed the Yacht Frog craze. JD, goddamn, this is Yacht oh, Your. The Yacht Your craze. Oh, Sorry my God. He's so polite when he asks. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me where I might find the Hydra? <laughs> oh, well, yes. Excuse he might me, sir. Please, sir. He might be over there in Yonder Bog. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. So this is a progger, it's a rocker, but listen to that piano bounce. Like, these guys are like a kid who started a pretty good blog, and then he's trying to write a James Joyce novel. Like, sure, some, there's some of the most talented musicians in the planet on, on Toto, but you need otherworldly talent they to got make... a sense of humor about yeah, him. You need otherworldly talent to make prog rock good. That said, no one has ever made prog rock good. Um, this, this is a, is a David, let him go with it. It's a David Page penned song for anyone keeping score at home. This might be my favorite Toto song. <laughs> I mean, that's not a joke. Yeah. I really like the Hydra, and I, lo- I love how this one starts on the album Hydra, and then they they just ask, "Excuse me, can you tell me where I might find the Hydra?" Pardon um, me, good sir. Here's a fun fact too. So the cover art, the Shadow Sword guy in the cover. That was partially created by Jeff Picaro. He's co-creating the art credit. And he's given the nickname Jeff the Artful Dodger Picaro in the liner notes. So they're uh, also into Dickens on this one. Yeah, well, it's like Greek mythology and Dickens references. Like, is this rock and roll or is this school? It's not your. It's exactly what it is. They're trying to teach us with their sweet Toto Yacht Rock. Um, that, the, the, the person take in, the, in that photo... Mm-hmm. I thought it was Steve Picaro, but I, I think it might be Steve Lukather. Oh yeah, it looks like Luke. Uh, you can see it. I think it's Steve, I think it's Lukather. Hey Steve Huikather, what do you think of this song? I give it a number. Boy, I I believe that Yacht Frog exists. Yeah, this is Yacht Yor, but I'm not it's sure. The only <laughs> Yacht Yor. I'm not sure that. That uh, this is quite yacht enough to make the boat for me. I mean, well, like for me, in, ter- just... in terms of yacht prog, I feel like Ambrosia is far more on the boat with, yacht, with their prog stuff. Than yacht York is different than yacht prog. I'm pretty sure that's Robert Smith in the Hydra <laughs> album cover. 
I'm going to give this a 62. I'm putting it on the boat. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking uh, not that high, but I think it makes the boat. I mean, it's got all the personnel. <laughs> Um, I'd say 56, 50, no, 54, 54, because it's, it's there, that fucking bounce. How long is this song? It's only four minutes and 44 seconds long. Yeah, see, they didn't fuck it up yeah. by making it an 11 minutes. It's, it's the piano on the song that does it for me, the straight up grand piano. Is that Kimball? Yeah, he probably you, Did ran. he get in at the other end? I didn't get in on this. He ran, he ran out from behind the piano and sang in the mic for a minute. Burger, burger, burger. You're playing the dragon, Kimball. Yeah, Spit some fire. You're the Hydra. <laughs> we found him. Um, I was I was going to give this uh, the exact score that a Yacht Your song gets, and that's a 52. All right. Steve? I want to go 45. Uh, it's a 53.25. Hmm. That's Yacht. Next song written by Joe Spaghetti and Meatballs Alonzo. Hey, Johnny Mitchell just passed the boat with her 1982 ladies' man. Does a pre-jazz face help me get aboard? It's a little early on the era, but it sure is smooth. Um, this is from her 1974 Court and Spark album. It's one of my all-time favorites. Um, this album always makes me feel good when I'm feeling bad. And 74 is too early, and this is definitely of the Laurel Canyon folk rock sound that yeah. so dominated the early 70s, and that yacht rock is the antithesis of. However, with this super jazzy feel, I'd say this song is one of Yacht Rock's many mothers. Yeah, this is where folk rock starts to get away from the campfire. Yeah. Um, Tom Scott's on Woodwind on this album, uh, but that doesn't really help. We see him in a lot of Yacht Rock uh, The same year she released an album with LA Express, which was Tom Scott's jazz and R&B outfit, uh, which was later joined by Larry Carlton and Victor Feldman. Um, I haven't listened to LA Express, but I'm thinking they may have a larger influence on the Yacht Rock, LA Yacht Rocks, and then maybe we know at this point. Their last album was in, uh, last albums were in 1976 after Scott left the band. That's, uh, that's some information about LA Express. All right. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah. This song's a, it's a 24 for me. The complexities is helping it a little bit, because uh, could be much lower. Yeah, I have a hard time picturing anything in her voice. Sorry, I'm I'm on the ass end of this entire tub of hummus. <laughs> um, her voice just, it, it sounds like 70s Laurel Canyon Rocket, and Loggins was not, I mean, he had a toe in Laurel Canyon. Oh, he, he was living in the hills. Yeah. There's a whole thing you can look up, like, there's like a, there's like a, Somebody found like a demo tape or something. Like he yeah, sent it was, a demo. Uh, and it and it has his it has his, his address. address on it. And I looked up that address and it's just like this little house on a hill, like in it is, in, but Mount it's, Washington it, or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like uh, where I live. Like El Sereno, sort of that area. Yeah, and it's not it's not your house. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, but still, I want to see where the address is because maybe. Although, yeah, but we'll although look. if. Um, hey, hey, JD. The first time I saw. Text it to me, would you? I, yeah, I got to find it again. Did John Anderley. Uh, he post posted that? on Facebook, okay. I think. Okay, we'll try to He was cleaning out his dad's stuff. Um, right, but the first time I saw your house, Hunter, I think I commented, Keddy Loggins might have lived here. <laughs> it just looks like that kind of joint. Keddy um, Loggins on the outside, Planet of the Apes. Uh, set deck from the original on the inside, and I mean that as the utmost compliment. Hey, arches and tile. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> hey, give me some numbers. I thought you meant monkeys. Mm. Now, 
28. 28 from Steve. Uh, 26. Uh, 26. I'll give this a 29. Oh, what a guy. It's a 26.75. It is Nyat. That is a great song, though. Oh, help me? Oh, my yeah. God. It's a masterpiece. Uh, Yacht Rock Bot wrote this one in. Uh, he says, controversial one, but the name of the game by ABBA has both potential. Um, I was actually surprised ABBA doesn't have more Yacht Rock given Scandinavia's love for all things Yacht Rock. But then I realized Scandinavia probably developed their love of this smooth California music in hindsight. Except, of course... For the great Ted Gardish dude, uh, he shouted from the fjords, "This is this is good music," but Abba did not hear him. Um, I think Abba might have some yacht rock, and I, but I think it's their solo works. I'm not 100 percent on that, but I think maybe. Uh, um, I can hear the I can hear a little bit of that bounce in this one though. Yeah, but I think they actually may bring some members of Toto over. They may have shared them. Yeah. Amongst all the Swedes at the time. But not on this album. The no, liner, not on this album. On the liner notes of this album, it's all Swedish people save Jew photographer Barry Levine, who also shot Whoa. pics for the Ted Gardestid album. Um, he could still be Swedish. Barry Levine? No, I don't know. I don't know why I have brought up he was a Jew. It's, uh, I've been living in Trump's America. I guess I hate Jews now for no reason. I love Jews. You could have said Jewish. If you put the ish on the end, it isn't nearly as bad. Trump's America. Yeah. I'm going crazy. <laughs> You're getting diabetic? I'm getting diabetic. That's what happens in Trump's America. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost done with an entire tub of hummus. <laughs> oh, you Muslim. See, what's going, What's wrong with me? And I'm eating him. I'm eating him with Lay's potato chips. I'm a fat piece of trash, too. Um, I think hummus is actually a, it's a sticking point to the mi- Middle East peace. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because... Because... Uh, yeah, anyways. Anyway. It Everyone is. eats hummus in the Middle East. Yeah, but they... People claim they, they have the best. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Our Lebanese hummus is the best. Our Iraqi hummus. Our Christian hummus. No, our Jew... No, our Muslim hummus. Um, this is not a Yacht Rock song. I don't think it's close. I think it's less Yachty than that Joni Mitchell song, as a matter of yeah. fact. Yeah, 18. Okay. 22. <laughs> 22. Uh, Swallow it the next time, Dave, and then say it. I don't want to crunch in the mic. It's it's an 18 through hummus. Uh, what'd you give it, Steve? 22. Thank you. What'd you give 15? it? 15. 15. Uh, eh, I'll give it a. I kind of like the little guitar flourishes in there, and it has a bit of a bounce. I'll, I'll give it a 23. Oh, this hummus is uh, way past, old. Way past its inspiration date. <laughs> Good boy. thing you ate most of the tub. Yeah. Not, not the worst thing you put in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> not even the worst thing I put in my mouth. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Forget it. Uh, 19.5. That is Nyat Yacht Rock. Dan Tierney at Dan Tierney wrote this one in. Yeah. I enjoy listening to the serious sex and back in the day countdowns. It's just hearing Yacht Rock. It's the natural billboards. It's natural. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, 
1981 countdown had Slow Hand by the Pointer Sisters, easily the yachtiest song of that week's top 40. It also needs Yibiatsky to help further define the Pointer's yacht pocket. Oh, it has to be. Needs to be. Oh. Oh, Ted. Dan. Yatsky. It's, it needs to be Yatsky. He's not saying it needs to be on the boat. I mean, I think, yeah, I think he believes no, it. No, but, but it's just with this, this bossiness sometimes that comes across, you know? Oh, it needs to be Yatsky. Gotta be Yatsky, bro. It must be declared Yatsky and Yatsky by the Gene Yatsky. What say you now? Oh, what a bunch of jerks. Yeah. <laughs> participating in this wow. show doing, that we do. We're doing exactly what and we've asked them to do. Getting excited about it and passionate. Fuck them. Uh, Passion is stupid. Stupid. So anyway, goddamn these pointers. They're always pulling like this yachty sound uh, out of the hat of hindsight. I, you know, because you remember these songs, but you don't remember how yachty they were. This is off the Black and White album from 81. No personnel of yacht on this track. Uh, not much on the album. And to me, this starts out strong and then goes and turns country. Yeah, hazy territory. They had um, a penchant for country. I mentioned yeah, that when we yeah. were just talking about um, They're trying to break into the country sh- charts here, but they forgot that country music fans are super racist and they hate all black women. Guys, I think so- I think JD may have ate something spicy today. <laughs> Trump tacos. <laughs> I was about to say Trump taco. I'll all be right. damned. Look um, at that. So Same page. There, there are names on this album. They are Foster and Fillin' Games, uh, but I don't believe they appeared on this song. Honestly, I'm not sure who played on this song. I looked all over and I couldn't figure it out. I'm pretty sure it's neither. Um, <laughs> so the next year, to, to prove my point, the next year Conway Twitty recorded this song, and it went to number one on the country charts. You people had that song for a year, but you had to wait for a guy so white his name is Conway Twitty to record it before you'd buy it. So I'm half and half on this. Like, when I hear a country guy do, like, uh, Miss Mislap that we just talked about yeah. in the last episode, and he's... It sounds country, but he's doing a Yacht Rock song. I, I, have nef- I don't necessarily have a problem with it as long as it's enough. I don't... Something like the Commodores, um, sail, sail, sail on, on. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's, That's pre uh, Lionel Richie divorce core. I mean, this that is a country song, but it's not that yachty. I think this is yachty enough. Yeah. That it doesn't bother. It, it just doesn't bug me too much. It's not high. Yeah. I don't have to put it low. But I can put this on the boat. I can I can give this a 51. I can give this a 51. This fits in. Even though it's country, it, it fits in. I think you're too high. I don't think it's on the boat. I think it's a 40. Oh, well, Dave just sunk it. Did I? Completely? Yeah. I didn't hear the other numbers. Well, there are any, they're not going to be that. Yeah, they're not going to. They're not going to be a sixty to offset what you just did. But there's a reason that Dave gave it that. Yeah, number. this is a very country song. Yeah, but it's like I was. And no personnel. All right, you're part of the show. I'm not going to bitch too much about it. But I think it's. I think they are yachty enough that when they do a country song, like. You got to remember, these are doing. I'm so excited. There's like super yeah, R&B jump. stuff. This sure. is. This is when. This is. That is their yacht rock. Uh, e-piano right there. You don't hear much e-piano in country. You don't, but one of the Pointer Sisters is doing a country-type singing. The other ones are picking up the harmonies, not killing it too much. It's really just her vocals. Think about it, Dave. Steve? 
Oh, you both have to think about it. I mean, I don't think it's that high, but besides besides the her her vocals, she's kind of putting on a twang a little bit. There's something there. I'm gonna. Uh, oh man. Well, I was gonna give it. I, I was think gonna, I was gonna give it a low number. I was gonna give it a 52. I'm gonna give it a 49. Take him at forty. You can't. I'll, you know, I'll go. I'll go a little higher, but I'm not going to get up to. It's not going to matter. Put, put it on the boat. Yeah. I mean, I'll go 43, 44, even forty-five. But it's. This is not a yacht rock song. It's fine. What's your number? Though, what? Because you gave three uh, numbers. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say. I'll say forty-four. Okay. Uh, it is a forty-nine. That's It's a good number for that song, if you ask me. Yeah. Gene Yasky works in mysterious ways. Sometimes he makes Dave annoying to us. And that's how it works. Sometimes it's me. Yep. Uh, all right. Alex Bond. Thank you, Alex Bond. There's. I don't hate 49, by the way. I don't hate, that's, not a, that's not a bad no overall number, because that is a confusing song. Yeah, you even said no one's going to go as high as 60. Because it's not even any... I, no, I don't believe anybody would. Anyways. Hey, listen, we're listening to Bill Champlin here, guys. This is going to be another toughie, I think. Um, so, Alex Bond writes, uh, There's no Bill Champlin solo stuff on the Yatsky list. I just... Uh, about anything off 81's Runaway could make the boat, but the most interesting from a Yatsky perspective might be Take It Uptown, co-written by Loggins and Bonanza, with a bit of a new up vibe. Thanks! Hmm. Um, so this is one of the songs we did when we were the first ever DJs on Sirius XM, not Bill Simmons. So this is a song that helped spark this podcast. So you guys owe a lot of thanks to this song. Certainly the first uh, backdoor suggestion you guys uh, ever uh, <laughs> talked about. Oh. Um, this album... Uptown? Not downtown? Uptown. Up, up in your town. Mm-hmm. Up in your downtown. Uh, so up for the downstroke. This album is just, it's absolutely sick with personnel. Uh, it's boring to name them at this point. But you add in logins with a co-writing credit and background vocals on this song, and it becomes royal. Um, and I would say, yes, there is a touch of new op on here, but it's the log line, which is a bit of a wild card. But my issue is that if we let a song like this strongly onto the boat, what else are we opening the door to? So I'm going to need some help from you guys from what makes this more yacht than a typical new op song other than the personnel. Okay, well this the Loggins touch. I yeah, think. it really is. The the thing about the new wop is this is so early. It might just be wop. Um, <laughs> That's racist. But your number one new op song is like from 1976. The Huey Lewis song? Oh, never mind. No, there's a Billy Ocean song. I think it was number two. No, that was me. That was oh, my episode. That's right. That was, that was my What are you episode. talking about? That's right. The exact wow. same genre. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that was a different genre. <laughs> completely different. Hunter, they're completely different genres, right? Yes. Absolutely. Um, but it's it's really the log line, which is it's the wild card on this song. Um, uh, but my issue... Wait, I'm reading you. I'm reading. I just read what you. <laughs> I think what makes this difference is the piano bounce. Excuse okay. me. That's a yacht rock bounce in a in a WAP song. Then you add the logs, who somehow is the, is uh, 
He's, he's the only one with the ability to take maybe a traditional R&B song and make it boat worthy. Um, and remember how we always talk about those twists and turns that a Yacht Rock song will have mm-hmm. like, when you're expecting it to zig and it zags? Uh, this, has, this has a ton of those on it. The song is kind of all over the place. And Hunter, you have a funny observation about the proposed time for the event he's planning in this song. Now, I, I can't fully remember. What, what is it? Because he was basically blowing his load for a day to day, day early. It was just a weird way like he, to... He's telling the saxophone man, Hey, blare that horn. Let's get ready. I got a date tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody said to him, like, Hey, I got this great song idea, champ. Uh, it's You're getting ready for a date? And the champ goes, When is it? It's t- and the guy goes, it's tonight. And he's like, nah, man, what if it was tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. He put a twist on it. We'll take you uptown tonight. No, 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 no. No. It's tomorrow. Uh, huh? Think about it. And who goes uptown? <laughs> I think that was uh, my other. Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier in the classic movie Uptown Saturday Night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uptown's like where you live. Um, Okay, I give it a 65. Song Scream 65 for me. I don't know why. Because it sounds like 65 Love Affair. That's why. <laughs> 65. Um, I think it's on the boat. I think it's a 58. 58. I'll give it a... I'm also going to... I'm going lower than you guys. I'm going to give this a 54. I don't think it's super yachty. But I think the champ gets it on there, too. Champ has a different style. Yeah, yeah. He's got a stif- different R&B style that he, he he and pretty much only him and maybe a few others can really do and make it yachty, make it make it swing on the boat. I'm going a little higher than you guys. I'm going to go 71. We're all over the place on that one. Uh, 62. That's yacht. Whoa. This one ripped off YouTube. Uh, this is written in by Libby Cudmore at Libby Cudmore. It's the Sneakers Don't Let Me In. This is off their self-titled album from 1981. Sneaker has gotten on the boat before uh, with a song called No More Lonely Days. We gave It's off the same album. We gave it a 68 on the Yasky scale. Um, this song was uh, produced by Skunk Baxter, who we've talked about is not having the most Yacht Rock cred despite his incredible band credits. But by 1981, I think he still had some gas in the old yacht. Um, he also does some guitar work on this album, and you'll find David Foster, Paul Inho, and the Doobies, Bobby Lakind on this album as well. And if, I was, if Skunk Baxter is going to work with a band who's kind of in love with Steely Dan, yeah. it's probably not necessarily a bad choice. Yeah, these guys love Steely Dan. Uh, rumor has it that their name Sneaker comes from the song Bad Sneakers. And rumor has it uh, Libby... The girl that wrote this in is also uh, a fan of Steely Dan. Yeah, rumor has it. Um, what is it? It's hot on the net. Oh, oh, so yeah, I was listening to this song and I was like, I've heard this before. And, I, and, I, and then I read Wikipedia, saw that Fagan and Becker wrote it, and I was like, oh yeah, I know where I've heard this. You can hear Steely Dan's version of this on a B-Sides and Rarities collection called Android Warehouse. I actually think there's a lot of these like bootleg Steely Dan uh, early stuff things floating around. Um, so this is written by? Written, and, and you can hear it performed by Steely uh, Dan as well, but like a pre-record deal Steely Dan. I was going to say, maybe somebody... 
just had a bad tape of Sneaker. Yeah, no. And then somebody attributed it to Steely Dan. No, it's them. They did it like around 1970. So, like, can the production style of 1981 put this song written in 1970 on the boat? Well, it too has a piano line that bounces like yeah, you know, yeah. that. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I'll put it on the boat. Uh, not super high. I don't know, like uh, high 50s. I'll give it a 58. I'll give it a 54. I had 58 in my head, but I think that's because what I said the last song was. It's, it's what Gene Yasky's telling you. You oh, also love be. being like Steve. It's true. We're both it's, wearing, yeah, we're look at mirror we're wearing matching really. shoes. Mm-hmm. I need to hear this. Oh, shit, we are. Dave's wearing sandals now. Yeah. <laughs> Finally with, rubbed off on you. With jeans and <laughs> gross. <laughs> gross. Uh, I'll stick with 58. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give this bad boy, I'll give it a, the last one a 54. I'm, I'm going to go a little lower. I'll give it a 53. It's a little too like bluesy and dirty, you know, and, and southern. That piano, yeah, there's yeah. like that, that, that. Beep, 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 yeah, it's beep, so, yeah, that's it's like saloon. It's saloon. That's like some saloony. Uh, yeah. That part of the piano isn't good. These guys are saloonatics. <laughs> I don't know. But there is a bouncy piano back there somewhere. Um, it's a fifty-five point seven five. That's yacht rock. Whoa, hey, let's work out. Uh, <laughs> written in by Mike Vanderbilt at Mike Vanderbilt. This is The Border by America. And Mike, you met Mike, and he's very Chicago, you said, right? Oh, my God. Okay, so. I asked him if he grew up here. He's like, how do you fucking tell? Like, real sarcastic. Also, he was representing uh, the I'm Bob Seger shirts oh, good for at you. Riot Fest. So if he's very Chicago, then his letter would read like this. And wait, hold on. Who were you representing at? Uh, different things on different days, but the last day for Jawbreaker, I uh, was representing our podcast. Yep. So Mike writes, while maybe not yet, feels like it lands squarely in the crash fair. All right. Good times. Okay. So this is a, now bears. Oh, this is a Russ Ballard song. Most of the songs on this album are. This is your move from 1983. Yeah, he produced the album. Yes, he produced the album, but he may not have. I think he was one of those guys that was like, if I do five songs on this album, I'm producing the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he probably did produce this whole thing. Um, uh, Russ Ballard, can, he can often trick you into thinking it's a Yacht Rock song. He's one of those guys. Um, but it has a definite America. This is a definite America song. Um, and I think what ruin, always ruins their song is the insistence on using that fucking acoustic guitar. Just, yeah, they can't get that folk rock out of their system. They have to hammer it, and and in a very and it's always in a very un Christopher Cross way, and an un Stephen Bishop way. Like there are guys who can use a acoustic guitar well. These guys aren't it. Um, also, the do do do's that they do 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 do. They always fucking do that. I don't know why that's their thing. Well, uh, um, this does have a ride like the wind crossfire yeah. thing at the yes, yeah. heavily. Yeah. But it doesn't have Omardian to smooth it out, and shit just gets to me. To me, just gets thrown all over the place. It feels scattered, like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, it's it's definitely the ride like the wind ripoff. Uh, and I feel like Christopher Cross and Omardian took influence from America 
but they made it smoother and yachtier. Um, not this song, but just like earlier Listen stuff. Listen to that yeah, acoustic guitar solo. Spanish guitar. Ugh. Spanish. It's followed. There's, there's another weird solo after this yeah. that doesn't work. Like, so like, why isn't America yacht if these guys were sort of influenced by them? It's because if you could turn turd into gold, you wouldn't call a turd gold. You know what I'm saying? If you could turn a turd into gold, you wouldn't go back to a turd and go, look at my gold. That's why, yeah. never, that's yeah, why America's not yacht. You wouldn't, you wouldn't yacht, call right? this new gold, yeah, look at this golden piece of shit. You just call it gold. Are you guys yeah. talking about you alchemy? Still, it still came from uh, a turd. Yeah. Shit or, alchemy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, maybe metallurgy, depending on what you uh, eat. 40. That's what I give this song. Too high, 32. Meow. Yeah, I love it. Like, are you want to fight? <laughs> I'm kind of pissed at Vanderbilt. I mean, he took me out no, of the No, it's a kind of crossfire. I mean, you did. Yeah. It's an obvious Christopher Cross ripoff. It's worth asking about. Yeah. And but the thing is, yo, like you guys were saying, it's America. Yeah. They keep folking it up. Stop folking up. 38. 38. I'm going to give it a 43. Um, it gets a 38.25. I take it back, Mike. I'm not, I'm yeah. not mad. More America. This one written by Hunter Stair at Hunter Stair is America right before your eyes. So, so somebody on on our uh, on our Slack that I believe the patrons get in there. Yeah, yeah. patrons at the executive boat hoser level. In the um, they said America's not yet, never will be. I I could make an argument for two songs. Hmm. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this album, this is the album before your move. Um, this is View from the from the ground. Um, and this one does incorporate yacht rockers, uh, so they really tried. Uh, this uh, this is the album with "You Can Do Magic," which is an America song because of the incessant blaring acoustic guitar and the doo doo doos. And again, that is a Russ Ballard song. There are a couple songs, and this is one of them. I already said that. Uh, the opening is a little fa- Foster schmaltzy in a bad way, but it eventually kicks in uh, like a Frank Stallone song gets yachtier and yachtier as it goes. Uh, the acoustic guitar on this takes a back seat to the E piano and and the electric guitar. Uh, they again do more of this goddamn doo doo doos, but this time <laughs> they they, they I, I don't know why they do that, but uh, this do time they the, just have a problem remembering lyrics. I, I don't know, but it's it but they're smoother and they go, they and they kind of sit behind the instrumentation um, and they give that more importance. Um. You know, the acoustic guitar may take a backseat here, but it's like a backseat driver. You know, turn left, pull in there, why did you pass that guy? I, I, <laughs> Listen I, to me play this. This doesn't... Uh, this, this, this my impression of the acoustic guitar, because you could, like... This sounds like a Stephen Bishop acoustic guitar. Yeah, but this, it's not it, It's going right. to get yachtier. I, no, I've, I've listened to the whole here's song. Here's the electric guitar. No, I've listened to the whole song, and I would have rated this in the 50s if it weren't for the acoustic guitar, but it's not going to make it for me. Like... It's, it also mentions only time movie stars. That reminds me of stupid Key Largo. It does. It does. It is yeah, stupid. Yeah, there's key some Largo. really dumb harmonies in there too. Yeah. Stupid and dumb. <laughs> no, it's it's. I love harmonies. Like I try to get us to harmonize, but no one will do it with me. No, I don't like. Well, I can't sing. Um, I give this one a forty as well. Really, this is no, this is no this better is than no the one better before. than the last one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, think this, I'll do you. I think this is better than the last one. Yeah. Any production improvement Thank you. Uh, gets negated by style of unimprovement. It's 
too slow and ballady is dumb. You don't like it because it's slow. Yeah. You hate slow songs, so it didn't matter what they did. 40. I they put did. a lot of slow songs on the boat. Uh, 40. By, oh, by the way, I never said this part. Uh, this song features high vending on the important E piano, hmm. which is why it gets... it. It, do, it sits in front of the uh, acoustic guitar in this. Mike Picaro is on bass and Jeff Picaro is on drums. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, they're, uh, all good. they're all very good. I'll go up. Uh, I'll go up two for my last one. I'm 34. Poor Hunter. He really wanted this one to be on the boat. No, I no. Oh, I just, actually think okay. there. If if they have a chance, it's the other one. Oh, okay. This is just the slowest one, and I wanted to make you listen to this. I'll put it. I'll put it just short at forty-nine, and I'll give it a fifty. I think thirty-four is way way low. I mean, just for the people on it, I think it gets to a thirty. Yeah, but most uh, of those people are America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what no, do we got? Not, there's only two. What do we got? Is that how many people are in America? Yeah. What do we got? So you're wrong. Ah, what do we got? Uh, we got a 43.25. Nope. Mike D at the underscore other underscore Mike D. Back to the well with Rupert Holmes. What about him? What are you going to do about him? If Rupert Holmes ever does make the boat, I would think it would be this song. Yeah, this so is the closest. This is a moment of truth. <laughs> I thought, I thought, if Rupert Holmes ever does make the boat, we're I'll done. kill all of you. We are done. I'll slice your fucking throats. Yeah, this is the closest thing, but there's a lot of extracurriculars on this song. What are the extracurriculars? Well, we'll get to them. Um, this is from 1979, Partners in Crime. There's no personnel. I don't know, as the song just, goes just on. Just him. Yeah. He, he, he just starts... <laughs> He's good. It's a good one. Thank you. He just starts doing stuff. Um, I, this feels like a Yacht Rock song to me. I want to Wait till it goes. Yeah. I think that when, he, when he hits the chorus, I think it feels like... Fifty-one. You haven't gotten through the song. This is one of those. We may have somebody else besides me writing two sentences may have written something because we do need to listen to the rest of the song because a bunch of shit happens. I'm, skip, I'm skipping ahead because I don't want to sit through all four minutes of the song. We're just gonna get back to the hymn part. <laughs> like stuff like this. I don't know. No, it's the same. That part. Oh. Go back. There, let's play it from right here. So here's where he's singing a solo because he doesn't have studio personnel to fill this in. Yeah, he's singing the guitar solo. (laughs) This Uh, is like Tony Zaret's bass-off competition. Okay, yeah, 49. Because he should have gotten a, he should have paid for a fucking guitar player. This is yacht rock. This is a, this it's is Broadway. He's doing it. He's telling his yeah, stories yeah. and putting his his All Rupert right. Holmes spin on shit. All right, forty nine. He should have had. He should have at least had a kazoo on that. Yeah, something. <laughs> or the, thi- <laughs> the the comb and the wax paper. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, you looked like you were just making a fake Hitler mustache. No, I had the full thing. Uh, your mic was blogging it. 40, 45 for me. Mm. I think 
Personally, I think this is the most musically sophisticated song that Rupert Holmes has done. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna give it a 60. No. Whoa. Wild card. You might um, get on the boat. I think that might get it on the boat. Uh, you okay? No, I got hold of some bad hummus. <laughs> uh, I. I'm I was I'm gonna give this a 48, and because Steve really wants it there, he got it there. <laughs> just oh, like no. how just how, like how Dave likes tank stuff. Um, 50.5. Fuck oh. yeah! Rupert Holmes is on the I'm fucking not mad. boat. I'm not That's bad about it. I'm not mad about that. It would have been nice for one fucking yacht Yorker to be on that out on that fucking song. He's got oh, a whole yeah. city of fucking people. Uh, like, They're all talented. He also has a $30 recording budget, you know? You um, couldn't get one? Nope. This is written by David Beckett at D80 David. Hot Rod Hearts by Robbie Dupree. It's Dupree. Dupree. Uh, hot crossfire buns on this, along with the Rod Hearts. <laughs> um, a little uh, Jackson Brownie, though. This is his debut album from 1980. Uh, produced by Cheese and Bruschetta. Uh, I imagine Bill LeBounty did the keys and backing on this as he wrote it and is credited on the album. It, not on this particular song, just on the album, but he wrote it. So I'm assuming. And that sounds like yeah. Bill LeBounty. Uh, if there is a synth on this, it might be Michael Boddicker. Hmm. The bounce is so, so righteous on this, man. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. Do we bouncing like crazy? Yeah. This is in the 80s for me. Yeah, I think for me, it too. It was 1980. You talking so about it was in the 80s, it was in the 80s oh, for everybody. Yeah. Uh, 81. I think yeah. it was in 81. I was thinking 82. And I'm going to stick with my 82. 82. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go 86. Damn. I, I, I want to hear a little bit more of this. <laughs> it's got a little of that. Remember how uh, Robbie Dupree is uh, used to sing on the street corners? Yeah. Remember how he's a street corner hero? I hear a little bit of that in this. No. I, I could like hear. That. I could hear him snapping on this. That guitar almost came in like like a white snake guitar solo. There was something really sweet. About came in that. early too. The song's not even half like half over right now. Um, that's really good. Wait, what did Steve? What did you give it again? I'm sorry. 86. 86? I wrote down 56. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna give the 80, 85 near him. All right. 83.5. That's yacht rock. Followed by Samuel J. Hill at Chill the Voice. Uh, follow 
us on Instagram, Beyond Yacht Rock. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes. Go to yachtrock.com. Check things out there. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to Matt Brousseau for producing us. And thanks to the whole Feral Audio family. Other Feral Audio podcasts can be found at feralaudio.com. 